You're listening to After The Jack, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome to another edition of After The Jack for the 2022-2023 Golden Valley Playing Area season. I'm Tyler Ma, your host here at the Shepparton News and in studio on uh, Melbourne Cup Day afternoon, uh, Ash Williamson, uh, did you uh, have a gold trip to the office this afternoon, mate? No, uh, thanks for uh, welcoming me in, Tyler, but singing for my supper, unfortunately, I uh, didn't find the winner of the Melbourne Cup, but uh, great to be here for another after the Jack podcast, after the first weekend of Weekend Pennant for this season. And Brian Nisbet, uh, Brian, welcome back to another show. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. Yeah, I'm still singing for my supper as well. Uh, my wife got the trifecta last year, but she snagged one out of the trifecta. Had the winner, but didn't have the other two. So <laughs> that's as close as we got. Now, it uh, sounds like uh, it's hailing outside. It it's been uh, on and off all day. Uh, probably best off that they didn't uh, schedule any midweek bowls for yeah. today in the no, end. Well, but. Right. Um, uh, weekend pennant did get back on on the weekend And uh, there were a few uh, interesting results And a few maybe that we uh, sort of um, saw coming a while away at Yeah look it was good to get the season back on track And uh, it's, it's a bit of a recurring theme We're here on a Tuesday in the studio And the weather's not too kind So hopefully that doesn't continue in terms of the, the midweek pennant season But uh, things look pretty bright for the next week or so And uh, it's great to get the season back on track Brian you've got some yep. of the results from the weekend's round Yeah Highlights in round three after the first two were washed out in uh, in weekend pennant. Uh, Division five did start two weeks earlier. But uh, Division seven, Alex defeated Rushworth by two shots and Dookie by one shot over Violet Town. An exciting first round played, so very close in the two matches. Uh, the, the other game didn't eventuate. Uh, Eildon were hosting someone, and I think it was VRI, and that was called off because of the Greens. Division 6, two close games. Dookie by four over Coabram and Ural by four over Yay. Uh, both side, both home sides getting up. Parker impressive over Marupna, as was Stanhope over Shep Golf. In Division 5, Murchison upset Merrigan by 28 shots at home. I thought Merrigan would win this. However, they will forfeit the wield this week due to their stance on travelling um, excessive distances the club's made a stance on that, so... So who, which, who, who's that, Murchison? Murchison. They, won't, they didn't travel to Alex. They forfeited and they forfeit to Eildon this week. So how many games, then, if that's their policy, will they forfeit in that competition? If they're not going to go to Alex, there's... Who else? Just two, Alex. They've okay. already forfeited to Alex. Uh, do you think that well, that might have been midweek, sorry. But, do do yeah. you think that'll pose problems going forward, you know, if other clubs adopt a similar policy? No, because Alex and... Alex and Yay and and Eildon have to travel to Shepparton mm. every second week. That's so right. Yeah, you really can't put a case. I can see a case for them, but if they're allowed in the competition, well, they're entitled. We're entitled to respect them and uh, go down and play there as well. So those clubs are going to um, like Yay and Alex are going to just get maximum points in those forfeits, aren't they? They are. Yeah, interesting. It's very interesting. I don't know how you. Um, Rectify it though. Mm. Division four, Yarrow and Kai, the most impressive, and Tad Hilltop surprised Seymour at home. That's at Tad Hilltop. Yep. Seymour VRI's <laughs> Greens unplayable against Park and points were shared. 
Uh, Division 3, Seymour were the best performed team, defeating Park by 29 shots at Park. Marupna, Marupna, Shep Golf, Rushworth, the other three fancies all won. Yeah, look, Seymour played Shep and Park on the carpet, so it was a very good win by them. Um, Jim Shanahan's rink did a good job to pick up two points for Shep Park, but certainly looking at Seymour's side, um, you know, they'll be very determined to go one better than last year. You know, they've still kept a lot of their group together. Biggles Brown, uh, Max Hammond, Robbie Baldwin playing third to Max Hammond, which is a luxury. Dale Salick, um, Ian Eichfuss. So, you know, they're going to be the ones to beat in Division 3, I think. Yeah, certainly, certainly, yes. Division 2, last Friday night, Park demolished Marutna Golf by 81 shots to set the scene for the round. In the upset of the... Round East Shep with a new look lineup surprised Yaroa, who reversed the draw and played East on the undercover carpet, which obviously favoured East, who won 15 3 by 17 shots. Yeah, um, obviously you were part of that game, Brian, and um, obviously Yaroa tried to accommodate um, East Shep and with their greens sort of being. Um, you know, out of action at the moment. Um, but h- how do you think your will go as the season progresses in Division 2, given the side that they had on the weekend? Uh, well, they want to play a lot better than they did on Saturday. Yeah. But I heard Tony Kingman say some of them hadn't played bowls for 10 days. Yeah. Hadn't touched a bowl, so they've got excuses. Yeah. Uh, and they'll be hoping to get Andy Houston back at some stage, yeah, would they? they? Would. Yeah, look, they're going to be hard to beat at home, and they'll make the, four, they'll make the finals, but... Yep. That was just a... What was the key for you guys then? That was a, It's a good result for you guys early on in the season and, you know, obviously um, having the club across all grades, having lost as many plays as it was, it's a good, great result first up for you to get some points, uh, 15 yeah. points. Well, Mark Stevens said he'd only played on it once before, so we had the advantage over them. We, we have been able to practice and, yep. and play a few games under the roof yeah. and I think that was a difference overall, but... Full credit to our guys. I copped a bit of um, stick for saying um, that Yaroa had beat us, but I don't think too many pundits would have no, tipped us no, to beat certainly. last year's Division 1 side. And um, and Kybram were, were too good for, for Tally. An interesting look in Kybram's Division 2 side with the likes of Mal Williams, Chris Preddy, Rob Sini, Noel Redrop. These are all guys who played in Division 1 last year. John uh, Horsler. Yeah, John Horsler had a huge win. So... Uh, yeah. Kyabram's Division 2 is certainly going to be a beneficiary of their strength in Division 1 side. Des Campbell, Phil Denham, yeah. Calvin Hubble. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a Division 1 side uh, that, that would win games. Well, I, th- yeah. I, I think they'd certainly give you know the, um, the bottom sides in Division 1 a fair shake. Yeah, well, th- they had one rink and went down. They actually played at East Shepparton. Yeah. The match was transferred there because Tally Screens, they only had four rinks and they weren't. They obviously didn't think they were up to standard, and mm. a Kai, Kai, Kai were expected to um, win, and they did. Uh, nineteen by nineteen shots, sixteen two. But Damian Williams had a big loss. Yeah. So Tally didn't put up uh, too bad a performance when you analyse the the whole game. Yeah, yeah, and um, and Shep Golf were obviously. I think they'll be. Around about the mark as well, just looking at their side, um, and they were too strong as well. Yeah, well, Tad Hilltop were competitive in in their clash against Shep Golf. They only went down by twenty one, but didn't get any rink points. Yeah, um, look, and yeah, you know, it's only round one, and and um, you know the, the likes of Shep Golf and Kyram, I think, will get better as the season goes on. As as will you know Yaroa and some of those other sides that went down as well. They certainly will in Division One. No surprises in Division 1 with the four fancied sides 
all winning comfortably. However, Kai 39 shot victory over Tally at home with all their prize recruits performing well and only Joey Leah, who seems to have a knack of when he fills in, he gets the, his rink up. Uh, mid-side bottom was out. He got up over Denzel by... By two shots, I think it was. 18 16, yeah. The yeah. Daniel Jean Syracuse of uh, the Golden Valley playing area <laughs> yeah. is Joey Lear. When he's super sub. Yeah. Um, look, I think this one sort of, um, and, and sort of looking at Tally's side, um, from what I can see, the only one sort of walk up starts to come back in a, a Mitch Sidebottom and Guy Madigan. So for Kai to win by as much as they did, I, I, I don't know. Tally's got a fair bit of work to, to make up that gap between them and Kybram. I think given, you know, it's not like they had five or six out or anything like that. I know it's only early days in the season and they'll probably tinker with combinations and things like that. But looking at the depth across the 16, you know, Kybram, with what they've brought in, their skips and thirds look incredibly strong, which increases their depth in the front end as well with their leads and seconds. And maybe that's where Tally's um, going to sort of uh, have to find a couple of players to to to, to sort of sh- strengthen them up across the four rinks. Yeah, I think they're like your row that They haven't got the practice facilities. They've only got four rinks that are playable. No, no but a lot of them are proud. Quite a few of them are practicing at Shep Park. I've noticed there. Guy Madigan's down there quite a fair bit. So it's not like they haven't picked up a bowl. But I, th- I just think it's probably their combinations that they need to try and really lock down on over the next couple of weeks and um, and try and find a couple of players that can fill some of those lead and second spots. Yeah, and they probably well they've been practicing on the carpet. Obviously, and they did yeah. play on grass. Uh, parked by 65 on their carpet fortress over newly promoted Marupna, 18 zip. I thought Marupna might have performed a bit better because if you can't bowl on that carpet, well, you can't bowl. Yeah, look, um, obviously, you know, trying circumstances for quite a number of the Marupna members with floods and things like that. Um, but, yeah, look, you never really expect to win a Division 1 game by 60 shots. Um, and... You know, on our rink, um, I played second to Paul Warren and we had a 40-8 to eight victory, which you never really expect in a Division 1 game. And, and, you know, full credit to, to Scotty Donaldson. He kept trying right until the 25th end. And, you know, they've got some players that are probably going to be good in two or three years' time. You know, the likes of Corey Turvey and um, Daniel Considine and, you know, Tom Downey's come across from Shep Park and was playing third to Darren Kelly. So they're probably just going to um, lack a bit, bit of experience this year, but in two or three years' time, if they can hold their spot in Division 1, they've certainly got some talent to work with. And, you know, it's one of those things that at this stage, you know, um, they're probably going to have to cop a few hidings to get better from it and, and work out where they need to get to. And, um, yeah, but you certainly don't expect to win by 60 shots. What does Park take from it, Ash? Um, obviously, we've spoken a lot about trying to get some fresh faces into that top side and, yeah. um, you know, looking across the names... Dylan Hearn and, and Margaret Thorne first and second mm. uh, with Graham Myers in for, for Paul Nichols, Richard Hansen who's obviously you know bounced maybe up and down a little bit yeah, uh, between yep. the ones and twos in the past and yeah um, you know you look across to Sue Tyson leading Robert Thorne Jeff Boyle skipping it, it's you know a bit of a new look side yeah um, with some new. F- Fresh faces. Yeah, look, Richard Hansen was in Paul Warren's rink with me and he did a fantastic job leading, um, you know, and, you know, was really comfortable, obviously, on the carpet. Um, and, you know, Jeff Boyle stepping up to skip this year had a really good um, pra- um, pre-season with our practice matches and things like that. So he's going to be a really solid um, addition there as a skip. He's, you know, he's always a really steady bowler and doesn't get too high or low emotionally sort of thing. So he's, he's a really good person to fit into that role. Um, and then, you know, Dylan Hearn comes 
coming back, he, he's going to be a really good leader and led really well for Paul Nichols on Saturday. So there is some new players in there. Look, really, um, we play East Shepherd in this week and Stanhope the week after. And the reality is if if we can't win those first three games, then um, we, we, we're probably going to be behind the eight ball to try and nab a final spot. And our season will really start once we, we get out on grass, I think, and against, you know, the tallies, the Kais, the Shep goals, where we can really test and see some of those newer plays like we've just touched on in those positions and under a bit more pressure than obviously what we copped on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, East were competitive against Tad Hilltop at home. This match was uh, reversed at the Turret Hilltop deciding to uh, play at East. Uh, their greens obviously weren't up to standard. Um, congratulations to Kevin Cox, his first skipping um, challenge in Division 1, and he, he succeeded against Paul Newman. And overall, East went down by 19 to 16. And Graham Barber's rink was 6.23 down at Smoko, but scored 14-7 after break to only go down by 10 to Nick Boyd. So that was a good effort. Yeah, look, I think um, East can take a fair bit of confidence out of that performance, particularly to pick up a a rink win with Kevin Cox. And, um, you know, that that rink of Paul Newman's had Russell Locke playing third. So it was certainly a a bit of a scalp there for them. And um, hopefully it gives them something to build on. And, you know, I think there's no doubt that that East Shepparton will be far more confident um, playing games at home on their undercover carpet. And they'll feel um, like that can be more competitive. And Shep Park's got to go there this weekend. And by no means um, sort of looking at their result against Tad Hilltop, will it be a pushover? Because, you know, we both had Tad Hilltop and Park sort of pushing for that fourth spot. So, um, you know, it's, it's good to see East being competitive um, in that first round and picking up a rink win, and hopefully they can build from there. Yeah, well, Damien Carpenter's rink and Alan Houston's were were pretty competitive. Yeah, but but Tat 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 Hilltop would have been really happy to get the win over there um, and just set themselves off on the right foot. You know, the likes of Brendan Boyd, Nick Boyd, Peter Lasseur, Jason Carter—they've got some really good quality in those skipping third spots. So it's a game they had to have, really, and um, they just did enough to get the job done. Yeah, they certainly did. And Chep Golf uh, too strong for Stanhope at home by forty-seven shots, uh, eighteen zip. Uh, well, you'd have to say stand up. That's not a bad performance because you would have expected that sort of margin, Ash. Yeah, and um, interesting to see Wayne Daggers st- stepping up to skip for the first yeah, time. Had, had a big win. So I think he's probably one um, that's been building for the last couple of years now as a, as a third and um, is, is taking the step up to skip. I noticed, uh, we'll touch on it in our um, previews for this weekend, he's, um, he's named to skip again. So he's sort, sort of one that's going to get an opportunity to really stamp himself as one of the competition's more promising skips, I think. Certainly, and good to see Ben Fletcher skipping for Stanhope. Uh, a good test against Brad Orr down uh, 16-26 in the end, but he will have taken plenty out of that. And uh, if, if Stanhope... Uh, you know, want to be going places in in the next few seasons. He he should skip uh, all twelve or however many games we get in this year. Yeah, and it was a bit of a, a theme across Tally's. Uh, sorry, Stanhope's four rinks with the likes of Georgia Ponton leading for her father Rob and Haley Hancock in the same rink as a, as as Tim Hancock as well. So they are giving opportunities for the younger members at the club, and you know they'll only come on in leaps and bounds with that sort of experience, particularly against you know the sides like Shep Golf. Um, you know, they might not pick up many rink wins against them, but their bowls will improve immensely just playing against people with that much experience and success. They certainly will, as you say. Last year they've continued. Jamie Stokes isn't skipping, but 
Uh, good to see Ben and they're persevering with Ben. I thought Jamie might have been um, given an opportunity to skip for the full season too. But Well, cer- the certainly there'll probably be an opportunity yeah, at some yeah. stage during the season. Um, weekend preview, round four. Yes. We'll hop straight into it. Division yes. seven. We've got Eildon hosting Alex. This game, I'd say, we will go ahead. Mm-hmm. Down there, depending on the greens, we're not, there's not much rain forecast for the rest of the week. I'm going for Alex yep. to win this one. Yeah, I'm going for the away side too. I think they'll be fairly strong in that division. Rushworth host Ablon was home, and I'm going for Rushworth. Yeah, I think they'll be too strong at uh, on their home green. Seymour play Violet Town. Um, there's every chance this will be played at Violet Town. I'm going to go for Violet Town. Yeah, I think I think they'll be uh, a fairly strong side too in Division Seven. So them for me as well, Violet Town. Division Six, we're up to Round Four um, as well. Shep Golf hosts Marupna. I think they'll be too strong for Marupna. Yeah, I'll go with the home side. Yep. Dookie hosts Girar, and it's Dookie for me. Yeah, I, th- I, I think Dookie play play much better at home. Yep. So I think they'll be too, too strong. I'm going for Stanhope over Yay at Stanhope. Yeah, I think it's a tough road trip for Yay, so Stanhope will uh, enjoy the home comforts there. Kai to defeat Shep Park. Kai have got a pretty strong side for Division 6. Yeah, I mean, Shep Park, um, really impressive performance last weekend, but, uh, yeah, Kai's depth throughout the grades I think will be too much to overcome. Division 5, we're up to round 6, and we've got Merrigan 6 hosting Alex first. I'm going for Alex. Yeah, look, uh, Merrigan would have been pretty disappointed last week with their result against Murchison, so I think um, Alexandra will be too strong. Marupna goal fifth, host Eildon fourth. Um, I think Eildon might get the chocolates here. I noticed the Wakenshaws are not playing. Okay, yeah, that they're big outs for Marupna Golf. Um, so despite being the home side Marupna Golf, I think, uh, yeah, I think they might struggle in that one. Murchison seventh. Uh, are playing Dookie third. Yeah, look, I, I, I fancy Dookie in that contest there. Um, you know, obviously already in the top four, so um, Murchison will be keen to try and climb the ladder a little bit, but I think Dookie will be too strong. Yes, um, no doubt there. And uh, Colbo second play Seymour VRI, who are eighth, and it's Colbo for me. Yeah, Colbo too good for me. East tenth play Tad Hill top ninth, and I'm going for Reese. I think they'll play on the indoor carpet. And uh, there's not much between these two sides, and they'll get the home carpet will be the difference. Yeah, look, I agree. Um, obviously, two sides sort of at the moment languishing near the bottom, and uh, I think East will um, get the job done. Uh, Division four, round four, Seymour VRI plays Seymour, and I'm going for VRI in the local derby. Yeah, look, obviously VRI didn't get on last week against Shep Park, so I'm interested to see how they, you know, they've obviously had an extended break. It'll be their first game for the season, um, but I'll back them in to get the job done. Yeah, so will I. Uh, Yaroa play Tally, and I'm going for Yaroa at home. Yeah, look, I think Yaroa are always really strong at home. Hopefully they can get on their green, um, and obviously Tally stepping up from Div 5 to Div 4, I think they'll take a while to find their feet. Great. Tat Hilltop host East at home, and I'm going for Tat Hilltop. I'll go for your mob in this one, Brian. I think East can uh, can, can get the job done here and, and cause a, a bit of an upset on the road. <laughs> right, and Park host Kai Abram, and I'm going for Kai. 
Yeah, look, I think Kybram will be a little bit too strong. Um, obviously, Shep Parks did four, didn't get a game last week. So it'll be interesting to see who they've got available. I know they had a couple of fill-ins lined up to go over to VRI. So numbers were a bit of an issue. Um, and I think Kyle will be too strong. Right, Division 3, Rushworth hosts Shep Park at Rushworth and it's Rushworth for me and Appleham. Yeah, look, um, Shep Park coming off the, the loss to Seymour at home and uh, it doesn't get easier with the tough road trip to Rushworth. They're always hard to beat over there. Um, interesting to see whether they play them on their grass green up the top or or on their carpet. But, uh, you know, with the likes of Gene Sprague, uh, Bruce Wooten, I think they'll be too strong for Shep Park. Yeah, agreed. Stanhope hosts Seymour, and Seymour we touched on before in the review of last Saturday. They'll be very keen and determined to uh, finish on top and, well, go un- try and go undefeated, I believe. Yeah, look, uh, I think they'll be too strong for Stanhope on the weekend. Uh, you know, just too much firepower, particularly, you know, in their back end with their thirds and skips. Max Hammond, Dale Salick, Robbie Baldwin, um, you know, they, they've just got too much firepower, I think. Marupna host Avenal at home, and I'm going for Marupna to win this. They had a good win last week. Yep. Yeah, look. Um, Over to Gamby. Yeah, look, um, you know, Avenal's still got some good players in there in, in David Folletti and, and Noel Slater, but um, Marupna were quite impressive on the weekend, and I think uh, that they, they might get the chocolates here. Nagambi plays Shep Golf at Nagambi, and I'm going for Shep Golf. Yeah, look, um, Nagambi's obviously always a, a different proposition at home. They tend to probably play a fair bit better when they are on their on their carpet. So um, I, I might back them in to cause an upset. Yeah, although Shep Golf's Division 3 looks fairly strong. It does, you know. Yeah, they, they do have quite a bit of depth in their top three grades this season. Division- I, hate, I hate to tell you, Brian, but you've just given the uh, round one fixture there for, oh. uh, for those games. Have so I'll, I'll give you the, uh, the round four Saturday, November 5 one. Shep, for, for which grade? For Division 3. Okay, sorry. Shep Golf is, is Rushworth. Uh, yeah. I'll, is it at Golf? I'll go for Golf. Marupna versus Shep Park at Marupna. Marupna. Avenal versus Seymour at Avenal. Avenal. Se- Seymour. And Nagambi <laughs> versus Stanhope at Nagambi. Nagambi for mine at home. Yeah, so okay. I would have picked you up earlier, but I was just grabbing the uh, the latest update on the Marupna Golf well, and the Marupna Greens. So that's okay. round one, was it? Yeah, you you and went that's through round played one. Played in December the seventeenth. Yep, yep, all good. We'll get I there. Stand, I stand cor- to we'll, be corrected. We'll rewind to this part of the episode when we get to December seventeenth. Uh, but Marupna Golf, uh, due to our recent floods, our Marupna Golf bowls greens are unplayable at this time. Hilltop and Chatura have offered us a green to play our home pennant games, and Marupna their synthetic for our members to practice on. Uh, these offers are gratefully accepted, and we sincerely thank these clubs for their generosity. That's from Marupna Golf. So good to see. A bit of um, help from the Marutna Club as well as Hilltop and Tatura. Yeah, and look, you could certainly, um, you know, our uh, Shep Parks Division 2 played Marutna Golf last Friday night and, um, you know, obviously they'll be looking for clubs to accommodate them in terms of they won't be able to host home games and things like that. So for Tatura and Hilltop to come to the party there and um, and give them somewhere at least that they can practice and that hopefully it, um, you know, it, it 
increases their competitiveness throughout the season, um, you know, because you don't want to see them just turn up to games and not have had anywhere to practice. It's not really fair on anyone, so... No, for sure. And then Marutner itself, um, this update through this week as well. Um, the, the club was very fortunate with regards to the clubs. The, uh, the recent floods, the greens were underwater, however, no damage once the water cleared to either of the two grass greens or the synthetic green. Very lucky indeed. The water also did not enter the club rooms, uh, so considering the amount of water, we were very fortunate. Some of our bowlers did not come out as well, of course, some losing everything, um, and the club's obviously trying to support them in any way they can. So, uh, yes, Marutna Bowls Club itself is, is all good and, and have offered their synthetic for Marutna Golf to practice on, and Marutna Golf's greens will, will not be all right for a while, and uh, they'll be playing games at Tatura and Hilltop and practising at the synthetic. Yeah, look, and um, you know, I guess the main thing is that the, the members involved with those two clubs, um, if they were affected by the floods, I guess that's obviously the first priority. And um, if they can have a game of bowls and if they can practice somewhere, that's um, that's that, that's going to be a really good tonic for them. And um, I think as a, as a Goulburn Valley Bowls division, you know, we sort of need to wrap our arms around those those clubs who were affected by the floods. And I see that um, Bowls Victoria has offered clubs who were affected as well um, some assistance. So um, hopefully those clubs can get back on track and um, get back out on their greens as soon as possible. Yeah, well, apparently Seymour, they're synthetic. Yeah. They've got four playable rinks. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So they haven't had to rip the whole thing up, which is good, good no, news, I guess. It, no, well, at least they've got... One side could play at home. Yeah, I I guess it becomes difficult when, um, you know, if you've got three or four pennant sides and you've got a couple at home and you've only got half a green or one and a half greens, uh, that's when it becomes a logistical sort of problem to try and fit everyone in for their home games. And then if you can't, then you've got to try and negotiate with the other clubs. So it's going to be a difficult time for a lot of clubs in this first half of the season until they can sort of get on their greens and assess the damage and try and get them up into working order again. It certainly will be. Division 2... Round four, Marutna Golf are hosting Shep Golf. At Tatura, this one. At Tatura, yeah. Look, I think Shep Golf will be far too strong. Just looking at their yeah. Division Two side, they've got Gert Foley, Skippy, Neville Manton playing third. So a lot of people from their Division One Premiership dynasty who have been pushed down into the Division Two this year, um, which will only strengthen Shep Golf's uh, Premiership claims in Division Two, I think. Yeah, a clean sweep for Shep Golf. Yep. Uh, yeah, Tally, yeah. Tally, and Yarrawa will be played at Yarrawa, I believe. Yep. I think they um, sanctioned that last Saturday. Yeah, look, I think this will be an interesting game given that, um, you know, Tally um, went over to Kai last week or went to play at East Shepherd and against Kai Abram last week and um, and went down. And Yarrawa were a shade disappointing against East Shepherd. And so both sides will be looking to get their season off on a winning note uh, in the second round, played round of the season. I think um, I think Yaroa will be too strong, particularly with the game being played at Yaroa now. Yeah, I'm going for Yaroa. I think Tally with a couple back might uh, push enough strength down to uh, jag 14-4 victory. Yeah, well, I'll go 14-4 Yaroa. So yep. it'll be a good contest. Tad Hilltop host East. And I've got on the bad wagon after one week and I'm going for East <laughs> over at Tad Hilltop. Not peer pressure, was it, Brian? Oh, well, you... No, I think we can beat Tad Hilltop. They weren't too bad against Shep Golf, so it won't be easy, but... 
Yeah, look, I think um, the the result will certainly give East Shepherd and a lot of confidence going over there, and um, you know, hopefully Hilltop's greens are are running, um, you know, as as you would normally expect them to. I know we've you know obviously had a little bit more rain since then, but uh, I think this will be a pretty evenly matched contest, um, and I'm going to back East Shep to get up by eight shots. I think fourteen four. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to a Hilltop at home to me. <laughs> Kai Play Park. And Kai Abramwell, we, we touched on the strength of their Division 2 side. And even though Shep Park had a big win and they'll be a good Division 2 side, they'll play finals. I think Kai at home on their grass greens, Park haven't been able to get on the grass. No. So it's Kai, I think Kai 14-4. Yeah, look, I think um, Shepparton Park certainly won't have it all their own way like they did last Friday against Marupna Golf. Um, you know they'll 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 face a fair litmus test, I think, against Kyabram, and they'll have to really knuckle down and um, and show their best. Um, whereas, sort of against Marupna Golf, the pressure obviously wasn't as high as it will be against Kyabram, given the amount of Division One experienced bowlers that they've got in there. With you know, like we mentioned, Chris Pretty, Noel Redrop, John Horsler, um, Calvin Hubble. So I think Kyabram will be too strong over there. But it'll be interesting to see how Park goes. Obviously, coming off. Um, the pretty soft win against Marupna Golf and whether they can lift their game to another level against a much stronger out- Kybram outfit. Kai for me. East, oh, we'll move on to Division 1, Round 4. East hosts Shep Park and this will be played outside. That is the word I've got at the moment, but don't rely on that. Okay, that's that's a bit of breaking news there, Brian. So East against Shep Park. Which, yeah, yeah who, who, who do you I'm like? I'm going for Park. I think they'll be... Um, They'd be pretty. They take a lot of confidence out of last week's game, and I think they're well. They look stronger. We've got uh, three new skippers. Yeah, and I mean we we'll probably um, I think we'll we'll win a rink. Yep. At the outside, we could win too, but Parker's just got too much depth, I believe. Yeah. Look, um, I know last year when um, these two sides met at East. The game got called off due to heat, basically at the Smoko break, and, and East was well, well in front. So um, you know our guys will have to be on our game and adjust to the conditions of the outside green, which are quite different to playing undercover at at East and at Park. Um, but yeah, look, I think um, you know Park will sort of have to lift their game another level again. Um, you know, obviously we, we won't expect to win by sixty shots, but. Um, it's always hard to win away from home and particularly at East Shepparton. So I think we can get the job done, but we certainly won't want to rest on our laurels from last week's result. No, they'll, um, well, they've surprised the Hilltop last week and I think they'll be, you know, probably a bit tough on the Division 1 side in my comments, but anyway, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, we'll see. We'll get a further indication of that, how, if they have... Um, that their rings have gelled a bit after losing the excess supplies we've had. Golf, uh, uh, Shep, yeah, Shep park Golf, for mine, Brian. Yeah, Shep mm-hmm. Golf post High Kyabram at Ma- Golf match of the round. This will be a pearler, won't it? It will be. I'm going for Shep Golf at home to win this. Yeah, think, even though um, Brad Orr's out this week, but he's replaced by Bet Foley um, with uh, Alan Dove and Johnny Gribble. Uh, Brett Gunning back in the ranks playing third to Johnny Gribble. I just think they'll, um, on their home greens, which are running about 15 when they've got on them, I think 
they'll just be a li- that'll just give them a little bit of advantage. The quicker green might play into their hands. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if Brett Foley and, and Brad are alternating games, or you know, obviously Brett was missing in the first game, and, and Brad's going to be missing on on Saturday. But like you said, a very handy replacement. And um, I, I read with interest uh, Glenn Fields's comments that Kybra m- themselves might have a couple out for this game. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I, I did. Uh, I don't think the boys were able to squeeze out of him uh, some names, but um, I, I, I did have some good feedback right, about, the, about the headline of Fields of Dreams. That there was uh, <laughs> plenty of positive feedback for that. Do you know Brian? No, but uh, it didn't. Um, that's it. That, that would have come into my. Mind. You, you definitely. Uh, it was definitely stated they'd have a couple of players out. Yeah, and and Glenfields did mention that Jeff Beattie might be available, uh, unavailable in the earlier rounds with different things on. So he might be one. We're just speculating, but. Um, you know, obviously uh, not ideal for Kyrum given the, the big confidence-boosting win that they had against Tally last week. They would have loved to have gone in full strength for this match against Shep Golf at Shep Golf to really try and set an early statement in the season against who who I think we all agree on are the, are the presumptive premiership favourites. Yeah, look, it'll be a great game. If, you, if you're not playing anywhere, um, that's the place to go on Saturday afternoon. Well, you know, you just look at the skip matchups. You know, you've got Brett Foley, Wayne Dagger, Alan Dove, John Gribble. And for Kybram, you've got potentially Jeff Beattie, Brent Rayner, Connor Truen um, and David Cartwright. You know, there, there's probably eight of, eight of the top... 10 to 12 skippers in the competition. So that's that's where I think uh, the game's going to be won and lost, obviously, as most games are. But uh, those rink matchups, I think, will be crucial to determining the result. And, um, you know, whether Brett Foley can come back into, uh, you know, if his first game for the year, it's it's uh, straight into the fire. So um, I'm backing Shep Golf to get the job done at home. I think I get the sense that they'll probably get themselves up for this game and really want to set a statement early, as Kai will. But I think, Golf at home are hard to back against. Yeah, golf for me as well. Marupna hosts Tally, and I presume this will be on the grass because I think you indicated earlier that uh, Marupna Golf will be using their uh, carpet green. Is that right? Uh, no, Marupna Golf were using the carpet for practice and they, they're playing games at Hilltop and Tatura. Okay. Um, so, yeah, unclear whether this will be on grass or synthetic. I reckon this would add an interesting element to it if they'd play this on the back synthetic at um, Marupna because it's quite a quite a tricky green. And yeah. um, There's nothing but, wrong with the green, though. No, but the tally guys might not have had much of a look at oh, it. Oh, no, no. So it might add an extra interesting element to this game. I think tally will be too strong, um, particularly with Mitch Sidebottom and Guy Madigan returning. But uh, be interesting to see where this game's played and uh, and how it might affect the overall margin. Yeah, well, if it's played on the carpet, I'll, I think Marupna will win at least a rink. Yeah, and look, they were close last week to winning a rink against Shep, Shep Park. Darren Kelly's rink um, grabbed a three on the second last end to level it up with Jeff Boyle, and they were holding two shots on the last end until Jeff Boyle converted that head. So they, they were well in the hunt to win uh, that rink there on the show rink at, at Park. And, um, you know, I think more often than not, they'll be competitive in a rink or two each week, but uh, can't see them getting the overall points against nah. Tally. Tyler, yeah, tally for mine, uh, at least 16-2. And in the last match, we got Stanhope hosting Tatura Hilltop, and I believe Tad Hilltop will just be a little bit too strong for Stanhope. You never underestimate Stanhope playing at home. They might have the same personnel apart from Andrew Morris, but they're always uh, they always cause a couple of upsets down there each year as Shep Park and East Shepherd and all. 
and Kyabram <coughs> will vouch for. Yeah, look, they're always um, a different proposition at home. I think they seem to thrive a little bit more there. Um, you know, their greens are always running really well and um, and they adjust to them quite well. So um, I think they can win potentially a rink um, or two against Tat Hilltop. And then, you know, after that, who knows? But if Tat Hilltop, um, you know, um, are set on finishing in the top four, they really need to get the job done here. It's, you know, quite a tough little start of the year for Tad Hilltop. They went to Eshep last week and got the job done, and I think they'll do the same over at Stanhope. Yeah, look, I, I think so. I, I agree that the Combine's probably just got a few more um, bullets in the chamber to, to fire if it gets close. So um, I, I'd probably say, yeah, leaning towards 14-4, uh, the Bulldogs way. Yeah, so um, that's weekend pennant for round four. Do we want to have a break before we preview midweek pennant? You're listening to After the Jack, a McPherson Media Group production. And we're back. Brian, midweek pennant uh, for the first round in about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it'll be a month since we've um, played midweek pennant. Uh, fortunately, we got a game on Saturday, a weekend pennant out of the way. Uh, November the 8th. Division 5, round 4, Yaroa hosts Violet Town. I'm selecting Yaroa. Park first, Marupna, Shep Park. Rushworth first, East Shepherd and Rushworth. And Colbo versus Avenal. I'm going for Colbo. In Division 4, round 6, this is. Tad Hill top 9th plays Seymour 8th. I'm going for Seymour. Alex third plays Shepparton Park first. I'm going for Alex at home. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be a, a, a long trip down to Alex. A, for the, a, yeah, and it is. And sort of in those lower grades um, with those bigger road trips, it tends to sort of throw your side around a little bit. You sort of might have some new new faces here and there coming in. Kai seventh hosts Merrigan sixth. I'm going for Kai Abram that, in the local derby there. And Eildon second versus Murchison fifth. This is a game I said would they be oh, I had to I said it was a weekend, weekend but it's a midweek to uh forfeit. So, so Eild, Eildon will yeah, get that forfeit. Yeah. Eildon will get the forfeit, so that's my mistake there. Um which is disappointing, but anyway. East tenth play Dookie fourth, and I'm going for Dookie to have a comfortable win, even though it's at East. In division three, round six. Nagambi 7th played Marupna Golf 10th, and it's Nagambi for me. Yeah, look, I think they'll be too strong at home. Yamurka 3rd play Avenal 5th. I'm going for Yamurka at home. Yeah, big trip for Avenal, and I think uh, Namurka will be fairly strong all year in Division 3. East 8th play Shepparton Park 6th. I've got a feeling this will be on the indoor carpet, so I'm going for East. Yeah, look, I think East will get the job done at home, but um, it'll be a close one against Park. Shep Golf fourth host Seymour VRI who are first. I'm going for Seymour VRI in a close one. Yeah, it will be close, but I think Seymour VRI will certainly be the benchmark in that division. And Kai second play Yaroa ninth and Kai Abram to win at home. Kai comfortably, yep. Division two, Shep Golf third play Kai Abram second. I'm match. going for Shep Golf at home to match it around. Yeah, look, um, these two I think will be fairly evenly matched in Division 2. But, uh, yeah, early on in the season, uh, I'll back Shep Golf in at home. Park first play Telly fifth. I'm going for Park. 
against a newly formed side of Tally. Yeah, look, uh, Tally's results have been interesting um, so far this season. It's been great to have them in the midweek competition, and we spoke to Mark Ryan about that last week. I think they might cause an upset against Shep Park. Um, just sort of looking at some of the players they've had in the side there, I think they can get, um, cause a bit of a boil over and really set their stamp on the competition. Well, that'll fire up Park. Good <laughs> on you, mate. Uh, Stanhope 8, host East and 4th. I'm going for East Shepparton in this clash. You, you'll be playing in there, will you, Brian? Or? Yeah, third for Terry Rowe. We've got, uh, yeah, we've, we've got two wing. We're in the four, so... Yep. I'm confident we can beat Stanhope. Yeah. They haven't picked up any players. They've got Jenny Crilly back, yep. who's a big asset, but yeah. I'll back you in, Brian. I reckon you'll get the job done, East. Marupna Golf, 10th, host Seymour, 9th. And I'm going to select Marupna Golf in this game. Um, where's that played at, Tyler? You got any idea? It'll probably be at Tattle. It'll be at Tattle Hilltop. Yeah, yeah okay. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see Seymour... Bit of a surprise that they're down at ninth, I think, for mine. Um, but uh, I think Marupna Golf can get the points there. Yeah. Uh, Tad Hill top sixth host Marupna seventh, and I'm going for Marupna. Uh, newly promoted this year, I think they'll be too strong for Tad Hill top. Yeah, and I think it'd be a good um, good way to sort of set their season rolling if they can get the job done. Marupna. Certainly will be Division One around four East host Shepparton Park. This will be a top clash at um, probably to match it around. Or oh, golf and Kai be on an equal basis. Yep. Yep. I'm going I'm going for East at home to defeat Park. Yeah, look, I think um it's 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 hard to sort of read the form lines given how long it's been since they've played and um, sort of looking at Parkside, they've got a different mix this year with, you know, Die Hands is still skipping, but, you know, Kate Bush is playing third and Mark Thorne stepping up to skip and Paul Warren's gone back down as a second. So I think it might take Park a little while to adjust to those new rinks or whether they go back to the tried and true method. Um, you know, East will have Stacey Collier in there, Lynn Barber, um, you know, so at, at their at home, I think they can get the job done against Shep Park. Yeah, I agree. I think this East side has, has sort of been together for eighteen months now. Really, um, that that push into the top div, and uh, yeah, I don't think they're done yet with uh, success at, at that side. Yeah, golf host Kai Abram, and this is have to be equal billing. I'm going to go for golf at home. Yeah, look, um, I think they'll be fairly evenly matched throughout the season. Um, looking at looking at their sides so far this year, you know, you've got Jenny Dixon and, and Mal Williams, and um, you know those types in the in the Kybram side, and they match up fairly evenly against Shep Golf. Um, you know, with Chris Wright and Joe Crow, and then you know a lot of experienced men around them. Um, I always tend to back Shep Golf at home, particularly early on in the season, so um, I won't change there. Yep, agreed. Golf at home. Yaroa host Tad Hilltop. Yaroa newly promoted this season. Uh, Tad Hilltop lost the cart rights, but I think they'll be just a bit too strong for Yaroa, although this game could uh, be closer than what uh, you anticipate. Because Tony Kingman and Kenny Sutcliffe are playing, so you never rule them out. Yeah, look, um, obviously Tat Hilltop are the reigning premiers, but um, have lost a little bit of depth this year, which has um, changed their combination somewhat. And I think Yaroa, like you said, with, with Tony Kingman and Ken Sutcliffe playing, gives them um, you know a bit more depth and strength across their three rinks there. So I'm going to go with Yaroa to get the job done there against the reigning premier. Yeah, look, I think Yaroa can can push them, but uh, I think I'm going to stick with Tatura Hilltop. 
Very good. And the last game is Rushworth hosting Seymour. Uh, looking to sides on paper, Rushworth have, um, really haven't gained anyone, whereas Seymour were, were fairly competitive last year with Rushworth were right there. And I think Seymour, um, even though it's at Rushworth, I'm going to select Seymour. Yeah, look, I think Seymour will be too strong as well. I, I just think they've sort of got more depth across their 12 than Rushworth, who caught, kind of sort of relies on Gene Sprague um, week to week. Um, and, you know, um, recruitment-wise, they just sort of haven't been able to bring anyone new through in recent years, and they've sort of been struggling near the bottom. So I think Seymour has a bit more upside, and um, certainly they'd be looking to get the job done if they've got any ambitions of playing in the four. Yep, Seymour for me, even on the road, uh, I think they're going to be uh, up and about this season. And we're getting, just to conclude, we're getting closer to the Victorian Open. And, yes. Uh, <coughs> it's great to see um, my idol, Alex Marshall, will be playing at East Shepparton on Saturday the 19th of November. In the singles? or In the singles. Yep. And, uh, and he's, in, he's in quite a few disciplines, I did notice, having a look at the draws. Yes, so make sure you head to... Uh, the Victorian Open portal to check out all the draws. Uh, Cobram Bowls Club and Avenal Bowls Club have uh, come to the rescue to help uh, fill some of the rinks that have been uh, become unavailable. Obviously, with Seymour and I think Benalla lost a couple of rinks as well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Avenal and Cobram are now amongst the mix. And City of Echuca. Yes, yeah. And look, um, I guess as we get closer, um, we'll, we'll preview the Vic Open a little bit more. I've had a bit of a look at the singles draw, and I reckon I've narrowed it down to about a dozen or 15 contenders for the singles, which is the bl- – the Blue Riband event of the Two, Vic Open. Yeah, 207 sections in the singles, yep. men's singles. And I reckon I've narrowed it down to 15 that can win it. The, the, kind, of, yeah. the kind of event that uh, you, you target as a, a black type event and then uh, head out to stud to produce future bowling uh, superstars, I'd say. That's right, yeah. So, now, are uh, you playing at all, Ashley? No, no. Look, um, obviously with work commitments yes, and... Yeah. Uh, and fatherhood and things like that. I hope to be able to get out a couple of days and, and have a look at some of the action. But, uh, yeah, certainly uh, a little bit too much on my plate to commit to well, I reckon you'll be called on to man the barbecue or down to Chet Park on one evening or... A lot of volunteer work goes in across all the clubs, so um, hopefully I can get down there and, and do a shift at some stage. Well, very good. Thanks very much for uh, joining us on another episode of After the Jack, the uh, special Melbourne Cup Day edition. And uh, good bowling out there on the weekend and next Tuesday, and we'll, we'll speak to you next week. That was After the Jack, a McPherson Media Group production.